Hey, how's it going? This is the What Makes This Song Stink podcast. My name is Pat Finnerty, 42 years old. Thanks for asking. Uh, career life for musician. Uh, got a weird life going on here. Can't really work at any other kind of job. I just like started playing guitar when I was younger. Thought I was going to make it. Didn't make it. Um, you know, went back to school. Got my psychology degree when I was 30 years old. That, that didn't really work out either. Just kept playing in bands. Got some touring gigs. That was pretty cool. I've got to tour around a little bit. Open for a lot of bands. You know, open for Portugal the Man at Red Rocks. Open for a lot of bands. If I ever have kids, you know, someday I could tell my grandchildren that, you know, hey, I opened for Iron and Wine. So that's kind of like where I'm at. And then, you know, COVID-19 comes around 2020. Let's not forget about that. Couldn't tour. What was I going to do? Started making videos on YouTube content. Oh, I really struggle with the with the word content. All the content creators, but I've kind of become a content creator. Started making YouTube videos because there's this guy on YouTube by the name of Rick Beato, and uh, he does a series called "What Makes This Song Great." So I decided that there's way more shitty songs in the world than good songs. So I started a series called "What Makes This Song Stink," and now you're listening to the podcast version of that. And to that, I say thank you, and also I would like to say I'm sorry. Because I'm about to do something that's pretty fucked up. And we're just getting to know each other here. Um, There's a duo by the name of Low Cash. Formerly the Low Cash Cowboys. And they're a modern country outfit. And uh, these guys look like they could both be extras on Walker, Texas Ranger. Or star in a reboot of Walker, Texas Ranger. And uh, we all know modern country's the worst. Um, You thought that like Red Solo Cup was bad. You thought like Honky Tonk but Donkey Donk was bad. You know, you thought that that was the lowest that country can go. Wrong. This is this is low cash here, and they have a song. The song is called Beach Boys. So, I again, I apologize, but you got to hear this thing. I get around, round, get around. I get around, get around, round, round. I get around. I know. I'm sorry. I, I know. I know. I told you. I told you I was sorry. Uh, but I didn't write it. I didn't write it. So they took the beloved Beach Boys, a band that is known for just like, you know, Brian Wilson, genius, writing all of these amazing songs, using all of these like incredible chord changes and key changes and all of that stuff and different bass notes in the root. But with... um. <laughs> Low Cash is using the wow thing chord progression. That's all you need to know. It's the one four five four chord progression, Beato. So they're taking our beloved Beach Boys, Brian Wilson, you know, musical genius. This guy was writing chord progressions that like came from space. I don't know how he did it. All of these sophisticated harmonies, all of that. This band, he's taking this, but they're taking this band and they're putting in these three chords. With like Battle of the Band strumming. I get around, round, get around, I get around. But I mean, like, you're taking the Beach Boys and you're putting it on that bullshit of like, this is the first song I'm ever gonna write chord progression, right? So this is kind of like putting like, I don't know about cars. I don't care about cars that much, but it's like taking a Lamborghini motor and putting it in a Hyundai. And nothing against a Hyundai. Had an Elantra fine car but you know what i'm saying so this is gonna be rough uh and and i can't do it alone because this is the beach boys man we love the beach boys and and i'm a big beach boys fan but i needed a huge beach boys fan to come in here and commiserate with me so i'm going to introduce you to today's guest who is scott gardner now scott is a comedy writer known for his work on conan that's cool moonbeam city that's cool he's got a podcast called podcast the ride which is about roller coasters but right now we need him because he's a huge beach boys fan now i'm a big beach boys fan but he's a huge beach boys fan and there's a difference and we're going to talk about what that is so let's bring him on scott thanks for being on what makes this song stink Hey, what's happening? So happy to be here uh, to be representing uh, Beach Boys fandom. You know, you uh, are a Beach Boys fan, and I'm a Beach Boys fan, but it sounds like you might be more of a Beach Boys fan. And, and when you are a really, really like hard, hardcore Beach Boys fan, I mean, 
what level does it go up to? Like probably like if we're using like college things, like I would say I'm at like a 300 level Beach Boys fan, but you can go, you could get your master's, you could get your doctorate and still not understand what was happening in 78 when, you know, Bruce Johnston comes back into the band, who's singing on what, who's doing what. I mean, Mm -hmm. possibly the weirdest story of any band, Van Halen included, it would be the Beach Boys. You know? Yeah, boy, so much uh, uh, jockeying for power and major shifts over the course of it, and, and I I feel like a lot of the, the 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 drama and the confusion and the splitting into multiple factions is what makes it so fascinating. That from a, a fairly simple recipe of here's these five clean cut nicely scrubbed boys who are going to sing about currently popular trends and cars to then, you know, their music getting so uh, evocative and challenging and moving to then it like, then what, then total, then who's where and wait a minute. So the guy who writes the songs doesn't tour with them anymore. And he's replaced with Glenn Campbell and another guy. And then, mm-hmm. like, you know, and then Dennis is in the band, but Dennis broke his hand at some point, and so would just kind of stand around and not drum. So we have a drummer who doesn't drum. Not much of a drummer, either. A songwriter who's not on tour anymore. Right. Yeah, not, like, as soon as they had the option to have other drummers, they had other drummers. Well, like he the was the best-looking guy, though. He was the yeah. best-looking guy. Like, he was the one that, he was the only good-looking guy. I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. And they all kind of looked the same. I mean, it's unbelievable. They bring in Bruce Johnson, who already looked like all of them like a mixture of like al jardine and you know it's like carl what's carl singing i don't even know carl's voice like this all right so this is the beach boys but with all of this story you know there's one name we haven't mentioned yet who is basically you know one of if top five of greatest musical assholes of all time mike love absolutely if not top three rock hall 88 that bizarre speech at the rock and roll hall of fame there's just no other there's no you can't have more than one opinion about that like he is so odd and vindictive and threatening other bands it's just the weirdest thing ever i know mick jagger won't be here tonight he's gonna have to stay in England, but I'd like to see us in the Coliseum and him Lemley Stadium because he's always been chicken shit to get on stage with the Beach Boys. Because the Beach Boys have always been known as that live act. You know, <laughs> we all really enjoyed those, you know, concerts from when Brian jo- or when uh, you know, Brian Wilson looked like he wanted to jump on, you know, in front of a train to get off the stage. There's some story that a guy who 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 played with him in his band Darian Sahanaja uh, told this story where um apparently on tour people were asking him like, "So how comfortable is Brian on on tour?" and he he said, uh, "Well, you know what? He, like, he it's just about him being there and feeling the music. He's not exactly like Mister Showman, you know. He's not uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen, right?" Uh, and then Brian heard that quote and attempted to say the same thing in a separate interview, but he changed it to, "Yeah, look, it's just I'm uh, you know I'm not exactly like the greatest showman in the world. You know, it's not like I'm Neil Sedaka up there." That was Brian Wilson's idea of like the ultimate, like, wait, Bruce Springsteen in a closet, Neil Sedaka, that's the like Mr. Workhorse. Big live act. Huge, (laughs) huge live act. Yeah, yours. Yeah, you must be like sweating up a storm to even do what you just did. The the, the yeah. sheer energy you that takes. Love, me. Now, in case you you know, it's a strat. I just want to let everybody know it's a strat today. You're hearing a strat. Uh, here's here's the neck pickup. Who cares? Here's the Knopfler pickup. Um, so this band, the Beach Boys, that we love. That we love this band. Yeah. This band is one of the greatest bands of all time. This band is the band that, you know, gave us, uh, and they'll let they'll and Mike Love's gonna let you know that you know it gave us Sgt. Pepper in the end, right? Because the whole thing, um, the musical the arms the race. Boys. It's without because what it's Absolutely. what it's revolver into Pet Sounds into Sgt. Pepper yeah. into the never finished yeah. smile. What could have won the war? 
uh, but it kind of right. broke him on the way. And it's tragic, but ultimately victorious because Smile got finished in the 2000s, and it's wonderful. There's so much wonderful, magical music under the, the Beach Boys umbrella. Yep, and then you get into your weird, and you get your wild honey, you get in all that world, and yep. you no, know, it's just, Friends, that's, okay, I, so. Sunflower, that's all, oh my God. Um, I did see a great article with Mike, or a great interview with uh, Al and, uh, or no, not Al, Bruce and Mike from like the 80s before Kokomo came out. He was just pumped. Like he knew, he's like, oh no, we're a relevant band. I don't wait around for Brian Wilson. We got his new song coming out. It's going to be in a Disney movie called Cocktail with Tom Cruise. <laughs> so like, he's like, we're we're relevant, baby. We're relevant. Kokomo's at number one for like two weeks and that's enough to fuel Mike Love's asshole tendencies oh, for 30 years all he needed all he needed <laughs> worse he went from been. being like the jeff lynn of the traveling assholes to the george harrison like right there you know what i mean <laughs> like don henley was top traveling asshole but like you know if there was a traveling assholes that'd be really good instead of the traveling wheelbarrow so it'd be like henley fry r.i.p whatever mm-hmm. mike love who else is like Billy Joel loves Billy Joel. Billy Joel loves Billy Joel. Yeah. Billy Joel loves Billy Joel. I don't know if <laughs> Sting loves Sting, but Billy Joel might love Billy Joel more than Sting loves Sting. We'll think about it. But to, let's get to the song. So um this is the Beach Boys. This is the band that gave us. I may not always love you as long as I... That's the band that this is the same name. This is the name of the song is Beach Boys. It's that song. God only knows, possibly the best song ever written. Good band. Um, and and now we have this. Go ahead, Adam, if you want more of low cash. I get around, around, get around, I get around, get around, 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 I get around. Let's leave the John Deere here. Take the CJ. Let's roll this back road into a free. Good God. Oh, that's Jesus fucking Christ. My first question is, is what's the end game? This guy says he wants to drive until the sun comes down and he wants to just like, when does this ever actually happen? Like these people that are like, they go from a John Deere to all of a sudden, like, you know, life is just, they're just going to drive for a very long time and have fun. Like who wants to drive that long? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like these fucking songs that are endless about this shit like i get my car baby we ain't gonna stop we're gonna drink all night babe we're gonna rock no one wants to drink all night you get tired you want to go home what's the end game scott what do you got on this song so far the main thing to me is just sonically like there's there's uh Nothing better to me than the blend of the the Beach Boys voices and the, and the harmony and that's like theoretically what's happening here is that we're going to lay Beach Boys style harmonies on top of our uh you know very cutting edge country that we're doing and it but the yeah. the actual like the just the quality of the sound is just like yikes I like I can't imagine anybody wanting to hear those vocals blended that auto-tune-y way. I, I, I know what they're trying to do, but I don't think they're anywhere in the ballpark. I mean, it's just like, why get Mike Love even... I don't know who's singing that. Like, that could be the guy with the side mohawk from Low Cash. The other guy from Low Cash. Don't sleep on that other guy from Low Cash. <laughs> the, other that there. Is. the other guy's in there. It could be Johnston. It could be Love. They have so much auto-tune on it. Then, like you know compression and all of that stuff that it just it could be it's not like i know it's not t-pain but like i would rather it be t-pain because then i at least know that it's t-pain i don't know who's singing this song it could be greg kinnear like it doesn't like and i'll throw gk out there don't think i won't you know like but it's like why it it doesn't sound like anything you know what i mean it just sounds like uh we want to hit whatever it takes whatever it takes to make a hit we're gonna do it have you heard walker hayes fancy like 
I d- the Applebee song. I, uh, it, it sounds familiar. I I, I feel like, I think I'd need the the reminder or what's going on. It's lyrically. This, it's the exact same music as that. Okay, sure. Right. Um, but it's it's. My baby's fancy like Applebee's on a date night. She got the barbecue steak with the Oreo shake in her. And this man is 42 years old that's singing it. My baby's fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got that barbecue steak in an Oreo shake and a whipped cream on the top, too. I mean, it's terrible, and it's got like... Because it's country, you know sort what I mean? Sort of like Steve Miller lights a little bit. Slinky. Yeah. Right, but like, how good is Steve Miller at this point? You know what I mean? He's only getting better. <laughs> sure, like, yeah, yeah. No, there was a, I'm not saying they're in the butt. You, that's just what they're, it's what they're aiming for, and then you watch the trajectory land like many, many miles short of what, what they want their destination to be. Right, but it's like, think about like, for the, I've always been good on like, like, or what? Like I don't need. I didn't think I needed "Fly Like an Eagle" anymore in my life. But the more and more music that comes in, like "Low Cash," is just making Steve Miller almost like the new Beatles. Like, give me "Sweet Home Jet Airliner." Give me like, you know, <laughs> yeah, a big yeah. old jet airliner. Like I want it now. Like, it, like he's he's ascending. Yeah, as, yeah. as music keeps going. We never knew how good we had it. I guess. We didn't. That's the point, Scott. That's why I like you, Scott. <laughs> You're doing great. Hey, we never know. We never knew how I good feel, we had I it. I feel pretty aligned so we, here. I know. I, I but I, I'm with you on those vocal. We don't know. I think the personalities in the harmonies are what you wanted out of the Beach Boys, and then this is just this this mush to where like I don't know if you've caught. I feel like this this low cash song Beach Boys existed. It seems like there was a version without. Mike and Bruce from the Beach Boys, and then at some point they were summoned to kind of give it new life, and like, can we get kind of a second run out of this, and by, uh, it, you know, having official yeah. Beach Boy cred, but there's no difference to me, other than they they kind of more specifically do, they do more of I Get Around uh, as a, a, a Har- a harmony quote essentially but the voices sound exactly the same so i don't i don't know what the point was in getting the, the real beach boys if you're not going to really uh, feature them here's what i'm thinking so i noticed the same thing there was a video with just low cash beach boys and then if you search a little harder you're going to find mike love bruce johnson right bruce isn't even in the video though so it's mike love at least i don't think and there's only a two-minute video of them kind of meeting each other and then it's the low cash guy, and all the only difference between the versions I've heard so far is in the low cash, just regular low cash, uh, Beach Boys. It's I get around, round, get around, I get around, right into it. Yeah. In the Beach Boys version, they give them the I get around, ground, get around, I get around, I get around, woo. They give them that part. The full, you know. Yeah. Let's like, like, in case you didn't get the reference the first time, why don't we spell right. it out? You need extra hard. <laughs> and we need Mike Love to come in, who didn't even sing that part. That was not a Mike Love part. No. You know what Pure I mean? Brian. He's or Carl or Al. You know who, whoever. Could have been. Any, um, yeah. You know, uh, this is like a, a conundrum that a lot of there's a lot of songs that. You could tell a lot of newer artists have the idea to have Beach Boys, Beach Boys style harmony and get the Beach Boys. Like Bruce Johnston was just on a weekend song. He's on the new weekend album. Uh, uh, Janelle Monet has a a song with ostensibly Brian Wilson, quote unquote. But Brian can't sing like that anymore. Really, none of them can. I mean, they're all like, look, they no. are old. They and they're they're still at it and they're doing something. But it's a high bar to expect anybody to sing falsetto in your 80s or whatever it is they're old grandparents they're old grandparents yeah you know not even like just getting into grandparentdom yes they are tenured grandparents it's pretty much your what we're asking from these people is impossible that it's ever going to happen and the other thing too is like with harmonies in the studio now harmonies aren't as anybody with the amount of auto-tune that doesn't even sound like auto-tune anymore like like the the appeal of of like when you heard those Beach Boys records, you knew that they were all singing together in those mics. You know what I mean? They were coming off of like the four freshman style, like of just stacking, and you knew that they could really do it. I mean, in the studio now, it's like everybody can go in, sing their part. Dude could move it. Like Mike Love could have been, you know, more than 
uh, half tone flat on on notes, bring it right up. So it's not like it's anything that's just like appealing anyway where it's like it sounds warmer it sounds actually it's not even harmony really it's just you could hear the the like almost a factory you know putting this together and the fact that mike love never really sang those harmony parts he was the bass he was the guy that was doing the i get around round get around and then they have him in the video going Woo! you we know? know that what breaks to of course he was not the falsetto this is beach boys 101 let's pick that up after the break Thanks for sticking around, everybody. Let's get back to talking about this terrible song. This is why Mike Love is an asshole. And it's because he links up with Low Cash. You know? Low Cash. Where it's like David Byrne, or, or, or like David Byrne did a record with like St. Vincent. You know what I mean? Like, yes. He, there's the difference there. Like we're gonna go younger. Together. Yeah, let's get the coolest or Elvis Costello in the roots or whatever. Like show that you have taste in current. Like I know who's, exactly. who's doing good. You know, Mike. You know, even Paul was with Kanye. You know what I mean? Like there's just all of these. But Mike Love, low cash, and that's it right there. Whatever it takes to be to have a hit, to have a number one. It just and no... if it goes number one in the Netherlands, he'll let us know about it. <laughs> well, it was actually number one uh, 13 weeks in a row in the Netherlands, you know? Oh, there's this thing that he, because I've been seeing the Beach Boys live since, you know, I'd see them with my dad in the, in the 90s, and there's a thing that, I think Mike, I think it's just part of the pat, he says it in every single show, and this was, it's a story that it was the, you know, probably 65, 66 sort of uh, Beach Boys critical commercial peak. There was a poll in a British uh, music magazine, uh, rank your favorite mm-hmm. groups, and it was in England, and, and yet Beach Boys came out number one over the Be- or the Beatles and Stones. Uh, interesting, fascinating. Interesting enough to bring up in, on, in every single concert for how long? 50 <laughs> years now? It's very... Mike Love is very Trumpian, not just in that he is friends with Donald Trump, but also that it's all about... It's about numbers and, and the ratings and the way, like... Trump thinks that we care about the uh, apprentice oh, yeah. being number one. Like Michael Love really thinks that we care that Kokomo was number one for two weeks in 1988. It's like it's like Bon Jovi naming their uh, their box set. A hundred million fans can't be wrong. Oh, I didn't know you that. Know? Oh, it's it's oh, a yes, gross. God. I don't know, but maybe like yeah. there's other ways thanks, to thanks for- uh, quantify quality in a body of work it's not can't all be be numbers oriented yeah but they're all going because frick ain't fucking talking about him man you know what i mean i'm talking about david frick like if you're not getting the the critic you know no one's telling mike love that he was the guy even though mike love isn't bad like mike love is important in the beach boys Mm -hmm. like that's the thing like his parts were really good like you know he has done everything in his power to make me not want to say that, you know? Yeah, it feels like, dirty, doesn't it? But, but I know that, like, when I discovered, before I knew any of this, when I was a kid and I just saw footage of them doing Surfing USA or I Get Around, I'm like, I like this. And I like that guy up front. He's got a lot of energy and doing fun little dances. Right. He was there. He was there, Mick Jagger, initially. Now he's just kind of, like, stomping around with a scowl and... Not really he's like a lot. Don Knotts. He's Don Knotts, Mick Jagger, you know, standing up there. You get Don Knotts reference I just threw out. Didn't know I was going to go to DK. It's pretty accurate. But, yeah, um, yeah. He's about as, yeah. Here's, he's, a, he's as cool as, wow, well, no, I can't, I don't know if I can bring myself to say that. I think, I think Don Knotts no, is cooler Knotts than is Mike cooler. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me Knotts. Yeah, I'm taking Knotts I, for days. Yeah, I course corrected myself. Here's what's a little tougher for me when it comes to Mike Love, you know, and, and it doesn't help me out. Now, I'm bald as shit. Right, mm-hmm. so there it is. You know, yeah. hat prisoner. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm in a hat you know most the, days. Oh boy, so you know the pain. You and know why he's, he's got the hat know, on all the time. I, I of course, and so does everybody. And the problem is that he just makes the. It's not a good like. Listen, we got it kind of tough. We got Corgan. You know, we got the guy from. We got Ed Kowalczyk from Live. You know, we got the Moby. guy from Disturbed. We got Moby. It's tough. I mean, there's only one Michael Stipe, and he's kind of a fucking asshole. Oh, so yeah, it's he like, asshole, you know, yeah, yeah, right. even though he's like a good asshole, he's like, you know, he's he's just like too like, um, I had a turkey sandwich, um, and um, it was good, but um, I wish there was more mustard on it. 
And, um, you know, so it's just like, all right, it's Mike, the Jesus worst Christ. of the worst. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, Love it, REM, it. but like, you know, back to Low Cash, if, yeah. we're, if we're talking about. Hey, no hair you know, issues Mike there. Love. Low Cash is coming in. They got all those. They, they look like they're wearing wigs. Those are those wild. They got like Ban- Barry I mean, Manilow style whatever, going on. Oh, Low Cash is ready to go. They look like a, you know, a Halloween store plus, um, you know, uh, watching a Guy Fieri bar rescue, <laughs> you know, kind of like looking at the owners of the bars on bar rescue. And, you know, I don't know if I'll throw Taffer out there, but like, you know, Mike loves ball them, but it's tough. He's got the hat on it. It's not helping. Yeah. Um, but, uh, can we listen to more of the song, Adam? Bottom of a long neck, bottom of and get with some local hunting. Yeah, the sun and down south and only hits down south. Do you think that in the original I get around if, if instead of I get around, round, get around, get I get around, I get around, round, get around, I drink them down? <laughs> I mean, I'll never forget Jared Mullen saying, I get around, we drink them down. You get around, we drink them down. And I'm like, Jared, you're a genius. What, what, what would have happened if there was no Jared? If, if With no Jared, right? then you got no song. I mean, thank God for Jared. <laughs> I can't imagine, you know, like, here's the thing. He is a genius. Jared is a genius because that's the dumbest line. And to write a country song that really hits, you got to get fucking, you got to get sub, sub stupid. You, If you think something's dumb, you have to dumb that down a hundredfold and then you get a hit song. And that's what Jared did. Jared, Jared brought in drinking, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, oh, you like to drink. <laughs> Yeah, me too. You know, we got you. We know what you like. You <laughs> like they're so like uh, uh, condescending to the hypothetical. Uh, but audience. they just and they listen to the same story every single song. That's why it's like it's, it blows me away that this just keeps working. This this party, this endless party. I mean, these people are going to work. You know what I mean? Like I've said in in a couple of my videos, like the, I'm on a fucking John Deere. Like look at this guy from Low Cash. Like he's ever been on a John Deere. It's unbelievable. Like he's ever been near a John Deere. And the and I say and I've said this before, like when are these farmers gonna fight back? Like these farmers, Scott, are going to work. You know what I mean? Like they're on the farm for 15 hours a day, humping it in the sun in the south. You know, like with and these fucking assholes are in a goddamn studio air conditioning on a black leather couch, because every studio has one, and they're getting money singing about what these guys are doing, shoveling shit. Yeah, yeah. Party. It's easy to say the party never ends for you if you've got you got a label on your side and Jared on your yeah. side, and uh, you're hanging with with Bruce Johnston, Salt of the right. Earth. Bruce I, Johnston. I wrote the song. I write but, the song. Yeah, there's said somebody's got to work someday. I mean, well, these guys <laughs> yes. are trying to keep the banks off their back. You know, shutting down the farm. So that now the expectation that you're supposed to the the problem with your life is that you aren't partying enough. That the party ends. Sometimes you drive somewhere and then the drive stops. You can't like you start applying more of that philosophy to your life, and you for sure kiss the farm goodbye. You probably kiss the marriage goodbye. You know, an interesting question needs to be brought up. There's a lot of people that don't know who the Beach Boys are on this planet, and this is their intro. This is their fucking intro to the Beach Boys. Right, so like maybe, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine the poor kid that loves low cash? That's like, oh man, Beach Boys. I'm gonna have to check these guys out, and then they hear Surfer Girl, you know, like. Hmm. Yeah. Do you? Well, what? I mean, maybe your most likely thing is to go to Kokomo. I, I think. I think what maybe what Mike Love is trying to do is create a Kokomo centric view of the Beach Boy, where it starts there. Hey, Mike Love was part of Warmth of the Sun. That's like a, that is a beautiful stands the test of time song. But he he would rather you know about Kokomo because it it, it did right. numbers. It did Brought numbers. Him to scratch. And he wrote the chorus. 
You know what I mean? He loved that Jamaica baby. He didn't even write the verse, though, right? So it's just like it was an adaptation, Kokomo. Kokomo could be a good song. It just isn't. Here's the thing. Every one of those guys wants a hit. I mean, Paul loves a hit. Ray Davies loves a hit. They all love a hit. They come from that era of, like, the hit, right? But I think they've all said to themselves, it's okay that we don't. But where the Mike loves of the world, mm-hmm. they're not okay with that. And they'll do, I mean, you know, so this is how it went down. Mike loves management, heard about Beach Boys. They needed to sign off on it or something like that. Mike's love management hits up Mike Love and says, there's this band. They've got a hit kind of happening with the Beach Boys. Mike, you know, his ear, he gets off of the recliner. He starts thinking, you know, wait a second. If they're using our name, if they're using my name, if they're using my name, right? Because Beach Boys is his name. Now, if they're using my name, I want in. So, you know, calls up Bruce. They bicker about it for a little bit. Like, do you think that that conversation even happens? Or are they just like, you know, uh, point Mike, me to the, you want money? Here you go. Point me to the, uh, uh, the, the potential consumers. Just like... Show me, show me where the uh, uh, the the like money grabbing hands are, and I will I'll point my body at them. Yeah, I don't know that they because I think if they vetted it, because they, wait, this is a question: is like, is Locash anything? It seems like they've got some videos with some decent view counts on YouTube, but I don't know if that's a, a really a yeah. litmus. Like, is Loc is it a big deal for the Beach Boys to work with Locash, or did they just arbitrarily pick some band that is like? Doing fine, but not super huge. I think I need to know, and this is on me, I need to know more about low cash. Mm-hmm. I, well, do I'm, you? I mean, I do mean, any of I us? I found out. <laughs> no, I mean, I do. You do, yeah. So I'm definitely going to do a video on low cash at some point. I mean, these guys are special. They're kind of like Brooks and Dunn on steroids. I mean, they're these guys are unbelievable. Like, if you thought, like, you know, uh, who does... um uh um, save a horse, ride a cowboy. Um, big and rich. Those two, big, Brooke, and rich. big and rich. So you got Brooks and Dunn, who's putting like the duo with like the haircuts and the tans on the map, and then Big and Rich come out, and they kind of like WWE it a little bit, and they spruce it up. It's kind of like you know they put cortisone steroid, you know, all over, and they're a little bigger and they're they're a little more aggressive. And now Low Cash is running with the ball. It's two guys because it takes two, and it's t- it's two guys because you need two. You need two that sound exactly the same. You know what I mean? <laughs> to not and harmonize, like, yes. To like to, to not sing the same chorus on top of each other. Exactly. And they get together. They see what Florida Georgia Line's doing. Ugh, they do. Uh, they they're taking a look at, you know, what's happening with that. And they're like, okay, well, they have three. Rascal Flats has three. Low cash. We could do it with two. And they used to be the low cash cowboys, but just like Dunkin' Donuts dropping the donuts, I think they dropped the cowboys. No, it's drop the the. It's cleaner. Drop the cowboys. It's cleaner. Exactly. <laughs> right. So I mean, I think I we need to know more about low cash. Can we listen to a little bit more of this song, Adam? Yeah, yeah, you get it. All them girls looking good, getting sun-kissed. Trying hard to catch a beaker where the sun is. And turn them on to Brooks and Dunn. We all to take the Brooks and Dunn! Brooks and Dunn, he said it. He said Brooks and Dunn. Unbelievable. You know what's my favorite lyric in there is the, it was in, I think, the last clip that we heard, which is when he they go, uh, um, Grab a, a boat that, I don't even remember. It's to grab a boat and get shipwrecked. Which I I misheard for a long time. Yeah, as shipwrecked. shipwrecked. Like I thought it was some cousin of getting shit faced, is getting shit bricked. But in fact, but in context, I I almost I think I preferred it and liked it more when I thought it was because points for creativity for shit bricked, but shipwrecked. Hold on, Scott. You might be you might be Jared here. Because we might be able to write a song called Shipwrecked, and we could actually start Shipwrecked, and that's when you're Jared. So I could be like... Come on out, baby, we're going out tonight, gonna do everything that feels alright. We're gonna do something that you know is gonna stick. Oh, we're gonna get shipwrecked, get the boat when it turns the sun down. Go outside and look all around. You see the cups in the air and they're gonna stick. 
up in your nose. We're getting shipwrecked, baby. So maybe it could be a cocaine oh, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shipwrecked because like oh, a brick love of that. cocaine or whatever. And then because I don't think there's enough country cocaine songs, so it's like yeah, maybe we could really tap into that like you know, bro country scumbag. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, cocaine market, th- right? Gotta meet my dealer before it's too late or too early. I don't understand. You know what I mean? So, like, we could start talking about, you know, uh, shipwrecked is when, like, yeah, we're yeah. really have a fucking party. It, the Red Solo Cup's not enough. You want a fucking party? You're going to get shipwrecked. I bet that chorus is kind of like a, like, like, I want to toot, toot. I want to puff, puff. Like, I, maybe you sort of like reclaim the R. Kelly, right. the, uh, giving that doot, doot, the, you know, to get that right. back and, and glorify the tooting. No, you could do whatever you want. No, we could do this. We could do the same part, Scott. Music does not fucking care. You could do, we could do that. Let me see that toot, toot. Let me see that bum, bum. Let me see that. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Give me, give me that toot, toot. Let me see that bum, bum. We're doing rail, rails. <laughs> on my thumb, thumb, nail. We're gonna do it and you know it's getting thick, yeah. Oh, baby, come on and get shit free. Give me that toot, toot. Oh, give me that thumb, nail. sniff samples you know? in there. <laughs> it, yep. Oh, yeah, like. Yeah. Oh, give me that. Oh, you're in a whole oh, give me that. crowd at stagecoach you know? or whatever. All do the the little the little yeah. bump, the little snorts. That'd be exciting. Got a good country girl in the cowboy boots and she's thick and you know where. And I'm telling you, well tonight we're gonna get shit break. Put your hands in the air. Oh, that's oh, oh. Yeah. and then oh well. Maybe like, like oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yo, like yeah, yo, oh, 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 oh. That's your like, that's your soaring gang vocal, and it's man. still still staying in the coke world. And we could bring in fucking goddamn it, dead Ooh. Johnny Cash. We could bring him back. You know what I mean? He's singing about cocaine, so we sample. We we get in touch with the Cash Estate. We get you know, cocaine blues. Oh yeah, yeah. And we get him sampled on there. Down. You know that cocaine. And we just, like, maybe we could just have that sample of cocaine, cocaine. This coke country, Scott, we're on to something, man. Coke country. Okay, let's pick that up after the break. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. So here's here's what I've started to do with, like, being, like, a, a long-term uh, musician, been in bands, love the Beach Boys. I call it a musical conscience because I was born from the Beatles and the Beach Boys, my parents. And like, when you when you know that that stuff is the good stuff and it's in your heart, you easily have to live in a world where you detect all the bullshit that is this song that we're listening to right yeah. now amidst all all the other bullshit. But instead of me just like complaining about it, I've started to like write songs in the genres of these songs just just to prove how easy it is and if you are like have the evil music blood in your body you can make this happen so scott i've started a uh like a like a 2000 scumbag butt rock band (laughs) called tortured agony and i've started a emo (laughs) band called august is falling and now i think that me and you you need to i think that we should be the be the fucking coke cowboys right so like we do we we do coke country but like you know i've got a shaved head i will wear a hairpiece yeah you need some spectacular we can get that hair higher than low cash i believe it is possible uh just with technology and you're clean shaven can you can you can you grow any kind of advanced uh too red in the face i think think the blood clusters your baby face pushed up there so i gotta i gotta baby Maybe your name is baby face yeah yeah your baby face, right? I'll be uh, Colt Sugar. So I'm I'm Colt oh, Sugar yeah, yeah, and your baby it. face, Jones. Yeah, this is a cool idea. Now, I'm serious about this, though, Scott. I mean, you're going to have to cancel your plans with, uh, now that I know who you are, cancel your plans with your uh, old job on Conan and, uh, you know, Moonbeam City. Don't forget about that, everybody. Oh, no. like, oh hey, all my, all my plans get canceled anyway. <laughs> By Comedy Central or by somebody else. So I'm totally afraid. Look, I would rather be, look, I, you know, I don't make it down to stagecoach. I've never been in the Opry. I, I, I want to be at all these spots. I want to, I want to follow in the footsteps of where, uh, low cash Mike and Bruce have, 
spread their wares throughout our great nation. Oh, yeah. Well, the problem is you're not going to get to Nashville with this song, though, with the, with what we do, because we're going to be on kind of like the low cash circuit, which is also kind of like the Buck Cherry circuit, which is like sub tertiary. Like it's we're going to be playing in like, you okay, know, okay. Montrose, Minnesota, you know, which is like two and a half hours. Hey, I got one question about of, any of the town Twin that we're cities. going to. Did they you like know? to get shit bricked? If so, I'm there. Right. Exactly. Right. All right. Let's listen to more of this goddamn song. <laughs> more. I want more. Keep it going. Can you imagine these assholes listening to in my room? Like, what the fuck is they're listening? Like, they're listening to the Beach Boys? Are you kidding me? Like, you? Oh yeah, put on. Do oh, it again, some, again. Man, I, I oh yeah, I'm dying. Some fucking um, our prayer. Give me our prayer. <laughs> right give me some more prayer give me some uh food vegetables you know what I mean? baby give me uh, oh you know i love like, my vegetables imagine? yeah can put up child is father to the man man i love hearing brian wilson sing about vegetables yeah yeah i don't think they i think these people have believable it's like oh no man i'm sick of surfs up put on wild honey you know come on man that'll get the crowd going that this party that we're at that also has John Deers and is constantly going in and out of Tennessee. What's a cowboy got to do to get some to get some cabinescence around these parts? I think Tennessee is almost Tennessee is the is the is the country mm-hmm. version of like California. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is rock and roll and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But like you know, just and it's just by sheer nature of like it eating up Tennessee, like just the way that you could oh. say it and an E rhymes with everything. We're gonna go down, baby, yeah, to Tennessee. Yeah, you got Nashville, but it's also just loves rest stops, flying J's, you know, shitty fucking towns. You're on a goddamn highway when you come in. Um, so Tennessee needs to wrap it up. Play it again, Adam. Okay. Now we're going in Kenny Chesney world. He's taking us to the beach. How many Beach Boys songs do you think Low Cash can name? Four. I, here's what I think that there's, I, and maybe what Mike Love is after is kind of like uh, buffetizing the brand, right? Because Jimmy Buffett is nowhere. I think there's a school of person who thinks J- Jimmy Buffett and the Beach Boys are the same thing because Jimmy Buffett kind of only has the three yes. songs, and the shows are just like big drunken parties. And but there's no there was no point where Jimmy Buffett made like ten amazing lush albums. Like he's just like this cartoon and you kinda once you name Margaritaville and Cheeseburger in Paradise, that's it. That's all you need to know. I think that's yeah. like Mike Love wants I want this like easy to access Cliff Notes version of the Beach Boys. I don't want Van Dyke Parks mentioned. I don't want any of this complicated right. shit in the back. I want like the three songs, that is it. We are guys, we wear Hawaiian shirts, end of story. I think that's what he's after. That's it. I mean, and I'm thinking also, uh, I think I get around was in Look Who's Talking. <laughs> Sounds right. Or possibly Look Who's is it Talking Teen Wolf? too. Is this, I... Does uh, does not um, Michael J. Fox like surf on a, on a van? Um, I, I want to say that I get around, but it could be a different Beach Boys song. I think Surfing USA. Surfing USA. Okay, okay. That's oh, Surfing. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, because it I get around was in um was in Look, Look Who's, Who's Talking. Talking. So mm-hmm. so I'm thinking Low Cash are big big Look Who's Talking fans. Probably Look Who's Talking too as well. Um <laughs> and they're man, oh man, you know everyone always talks about Look Who's Talking, but I'm telling you man, Look, Look Who's Talking too holds up. 
So I'm thinking that, like, and it's T O O. You know what I mean? I mean? Which is, means that's a joke also. right in the title. You're laughing before you're even in the theater. <laughs> but yeah, so they know I get around from Look Who's Talking. They know Kokomo. Yeah. And they know California girls because David Lee Roth for the most yeah, part. Nothing against <laughs> yeah, I Diamond. like that version. Nothing against <laughs> Diamond Dave. You know, but again, they Al Jardine could be like next to them at a Panera bread and they wouldn't know. You know what I <laughs> but mean? That's most Americans also. Al Jardine is like so he's fascinating to me for that reason that like one of the big, a mem- crucial member of one of the biggest bands of all time, and yet nobody, like, there's so much more love for, you know, every, every Rolling Stone by far than Al Journey. It's just like. I, I know, but every time I hear and say Al Jardine, just makes me so happy. I, yes. I mean, it's, it's, there's not a better name to say. And to think about little Al. Little Al Jardine. Interesting. Al Jardine. I, like, God bless him for still still being around i've seen and, and it makes me happy i've seen brian a bunch of times with al jardine and i'm like oh brian wilson maybe i'll see that again with al jardine in like and now we got two with like that's as many as the beach right. boys have they actually only have one original member right bruce was not original well remember though that they're, they're that famous live band scott you know with all of those with john stamos playing percussion <laughs> i mean they've got like 12 guys back there nobody knows who they are nobody's known who who Nobody has ever known who's playing anything in the Beach Boys. And Mike loves telling them that they'll blow them, blow the Beach Boys or blow the Beatles and the Stones off the stage. I'd like to see Mick Jagger get out on his stage and do I Get Around versus Jumpin' Jack Flash any day now. I'd like to see him do I I Get Around versus Jumpin' Jack Flash. Are you describing like an onstage, like a, a... like a song fight. I just, I don't know what he's picturing. Why versus? I think he means it's not technically proficient like their amazing harmonies. Jumping, yeah, I guess so. That's an interesting theory. But I, but yeah. Right, with that Brian Wilson. Everybody likes Jumping Jack Flash, though. I mean, (laughs) it's Jumping Jack Flash. You know, but he just goes in there with the chip and it's, and all of those guys love the Beach Boys. So they didn't expect you know, to all get like all of those guys scolded. Love the beach throughout boys. the night. Like, it's so the, strange and like the, uh, I, it's the funniest thing. The button of it where Elton John comes on and says, "Thank fuck you didn't mention me." <laughs> listen, I'm done. I, I don't think I can listen to Low Cash anymore. I thought that for a second the song was yeah, called yeah. Low Cash, and it was by the Beach Boys. So it it did get a little better for me when I realized that the song no it got worse because the song's called Beach Boys so these fucking assholes are claiming the Beach Boys they're claiming them I mean yeah, Locust they named a song sure. can you imagine naming yeah, a song the yeah. Beatles okay so no more low cash let's rip mm-hmm. that but like we do like a Beatles country song right start oh like, yeah that's like quoting some, it like, yeah weird chord, right it'd be like but then it would go right into like it'd be like like. So I go, leave me think it's going to be like, oh, darling, or something like that. But then it'd be like, <laughs> much better. Right. So it'd be like, I put on revolution. I go down to my favorite store. And then I listen to tax man. He was right, he was right. I hate giving them money away. I work hard every week, eight days now. And put on Paul and John. You know, so like a fucking country song called Beatles. Oh, that's so good. I bet is there some double play of like, you know, it's like a hot summer day, so like I gotta splash down in a Liverpool. Well, that's really good. <laughs> I like that splash down. <laughs> But the, you know what though? This has almost already been done by Ringo because Ringo like has five songs on every new Ringo album, which is basically <laughs> just like it was a hot day's night. <laughs> Those were the days we were the lads. I was a day tripper. <laughs> you know, yesterday was all we had. Oh, that like, is so, yeah. You got solo Ringo uh, pegged. I've I've said for a long time. I I, uh, I it felt like my imitation of a Ringo song. But he has a, a song called Johnny Be Good Too. 
He makes a sequel. <laughs> there was a country boy, but there was another country boy. <laughs> he was just a you can rock it <laughs> Johnny as well. be good too. He <laughs> 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 could rock it as well. Which I had an idea for writing a song, Desperado Two, where Desperado oh. comes back. But he's still desperate. He's still desperate because he's desperado. But it's like, what happened? Desperado too, you know? Because um, is he still riding yeah, on his? There's fences, more. You know, you if know we keep I mean? finding more so, stories in our superhero tales, well, how could there not be more in our songs? I mean, there's always more story there, and there's a legacy you can pass it on to. Because like in Star Wars, it's like let's pass it the church to the next generation. That's or Ghostbusters. That's what they do. Why not a, a new generation of desperados? You were saying before how, like, you know, Jimmy Buffett. See, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's already being set up. The next gen is already being set up. So it's like we went from Brooks and Dunn. Now we have low cash. Uh, Bruce Springsteen was playing the three-hour shows. That's yeah. that's Grohl now. I mean, R.I.P. Taylor, what's going to happen with the I Foo Fighters? Who knows? But Grohl's setting up to be the next Bruce, you know? Play those three-hour sets. It's handing off. Jimmy Buff, Kenny Chesney's mm-hmm. going after that beach money, going after that beach drinking oh. money. So Chesney's taking the Buffett spot. Yeah, yeah. So all of these spots, there's only it's like a cabinet. You know what I mean? It's like a musical cabinet. And these Perfect. spots are going to be filled. Or like Supreme Court, the musical Supreme Court. Who's going to be the Stones? Who's going to be this? Who's going to be that? And basically, you know, Coldplay is you too. You know, and then Coldplay, they're wrapping up in four years. Oh, I can't get in. And I know that we this show can't be seven hours long, but there's just well, am I not supposed to bring up the oh, fact whoa. that Coldplay they said that they're going to stop releasing style? new music in four years? Did you see that, Scott? <laughs> four years, four years. That's wild. I never heard that. <laughs> Scott, I have a theory though on. about what you're describing. The uh, um, I, I've said this before that. I think there's only one band since the Beach Boys that does what you're saying with Ringo. Mike Love does a lot of this. The like, there's there's a song called "Summer in Paradise" where with the lyrics, uh, um, "Way back when, when our master plan was having fun, fun, fun as America's band, and we came out rocking with Barbara and Ron, or with Rhonda and Barbara Ann." He like he loves to do songs where he quotes a bunch of the old songs, and they and they there's lots of there's a song called "Brian is Back." They do a lot of like talking about their own mythology have you ever heard brian is back this was it when that <laughs> brian was the is back in the there's a so called brian is back. With us again and he's fixed even though he was like there was all everything all of john cusack in love and mercy had not happened yet that's how much brian was not back it was so preemptive but that song is full of lyrics like good vibrations cause wow. such a sensation not to mention old pet sounds like they lo- they love to quote their own lyrics and mention their own albums and like they have so many things like that and i think the only people doing that now weezer i think weezer will do because they have a song called back to the shack that's like about here's what happened to us and like i was just gonna bring it up i was just gonna yeah we already know we know what happened and the back to the shacks need to wrap it up like that's like there's too much of the oh no not a looking back song and it's just like, we got to get back to our roots, man. Like, it's never worked. There's never been, like, a hit from, like, a looking back song. Don't see, If you're singing about Barbara Ann, it's just going to remind me of how, how yeah, much this song blows. Yeah, it's very easy to click and away. I don't to even Barbara have to Ann, lift CDs you know? or records out of the There's, players anymore. I can just click and be on the original song. But I just think that's what Weezer, like, that, and and similar in that, like, he that guy, will Rivers will never let his hair go gray. Like, those guys are going to be jet black into their 80s. I I think that Weezer is the new. They like and they do the cruises, oh, yeah. they do all the cheesy shit. So I think the Beach Boys slot is being taken by Weezer a, a, in front of our eyes. I think I think it's it's kind of one to one. You're right about that because they both and if Weezer did things right, Weezer would have been a cred band for the rest of their career, but they just all turned into Mike Love. Like they were like Rivers was Brian Wilson and then he turned in to to Mike Love. Yeah. And then, you know, Brian Bell's just like where do I stand? <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just a good soldier. I just you let know, me make the my bass tour player, money. Whoever that Whatever guy is. Pat Wilson, He's the Bruce. Right? So Brian is Bruce. Um but yeah, they they do kind of line. I guess nobody's gone crazy in that band. 
in the in the Brian oh, fashion. Well, Rivers, well I guess but yes. Rivers. <laughs> Rivers is just all of them. He's all the Beach Boys at once. He's a maniac. That guy's a fucking <laughs> maniac, man. There's something going on there. I don't know if you saw the Weezer video that I did, but it's. Uh, it's oh, I have, oh, I will uh, check it out. So as soon as we're whole, done, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll check uh, it out. Sure. I'm so curious. Weezer your thoughts. Deep dive. <laughs> oh, great. I was a huge Weezer. It's all just watch the video. Like I'm not telling you to watch the video because I want you to like just because of this conversation. Oh, I was a huge Weezer fan in high school, and then I I did basically a Weezer essay. On oh yeah, wait on oh on, on was it Beverly, Beverly Hills? Hills? Beverly oh, Hills. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah I'll, I'll watch it for sure. I was so so curious because that have song some was... tissues on you. Oh yeah, you that's the one. Cry at the end of that one. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, all right. It was, I'm ready. It, it was a uh, yeah. It was a deep dive, man. <laughs> it was a deep dive. But Brian Wilson is just such a there's the Beatles, the Beach Boys have the weirdest story of all time. We don't have enough time to get into it. Anybody who fully understands the Beach Boys, like Scott, you you you've gone down so many rabbit holes when it comes to the Beach Boys. I mean, yeah. trying to break this band down is unbelievable. And the and but they're very, uh, you know, the world. Who won? Mike Love. Just like how wouldn't he? Right? <laughs> not the not Brian Wilson. The world crushed Brian Wilson. Mike Love prevails out of the ashes. Although, That's who we're left. You know, with. in a way, and then though, he signs a deal with Locash because. Uh, but isn't he? St- he's also kind of in sort of his own, like a, a prison of his own making, like having to still, like that he can he can never stop because of all the divorces and children he's paying off. Uh, uh, like he's got to keep hoofing it and playing these kind of like not glamorous venues and like what i heard a country band was kind of popular okay i better be there sugar ray i like he did a thing with mark mcgrath so he's like there's 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 still the desperation and the chasing from him as opposed to brian who does have this um you know he is this this like Elder state people really do regard him. I mean, how many people compare him to Beethoven or whatever? Like, like he gets talked about mm-hmm. in those terms and often plays classier. You know, Mike Loves Beach Boys did not play um, Bonnaroo or the Hollywood Bowl. They did it once they got Brian back with them for the 50th anniversary. That that's when no, they get like the Earth Day. The, they the get the Earth Day gig. You know, at the mall of like in in Washington D.C., and I think they <laughs> lost that gig. I think they lost the Earth Day gig. So now yeah, I think yeah. they're just doing like state fairs. You know? Yeah, but Brian like and gets to do recital. Probably. He's playing Smile in full at the Disney Concert Hall. He's playing. You know, he's like at uh, he's at Royal Albert. He, you know, he he gets the the prestige. And isn't that ultimately like I I don't know I I maybe there's not a winner or loser, but I but I think Brian still. It just depends on who you're polling. If you're polling like people who who care about musical pedigree, Brian wins. If you're polling uh, uh, people who are like five pina coladas deep at the Locash show, then their favorite right. Beach Boy is the one who showed up at the Locash show. I mean, but it's even harder to really think about it. Like you know, bring. Obviously, I'm going to tie this into Skid Row. Now, you know, Sebastian Puck hasn't sang with the band in over 25 years, right? But who are you going to go with? If you're going to go see Sebastian Bach sing, you know, Monkey Business, or are you going to go to Snake Sabo's Skid Row? You know what I mean? I'm fit. There's there's some weird people out there that would rather hear Snake Sabo, guitar player from Skid Row, who I only know really because I listen to the Eddie Trunk podcast because it's hilarious. Oh, oh yes. Oh, um, I know a little so Eddie Trunk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Oh, man. All right, Adam, cut this podcast <laughs> off. We're done. We, we can't. We, we're too many tangents. Scott to... and I just need to be... <laughs> Scott and I just need to be friends now at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh my God, Jesus Does Christ! Have, like, he'll have, you know like, what I mean? Like... on or whatever. Like anybody who talks to Sticks is who I want to. I want to. I want to hear as many. Oh, Tommy Shaw. Hold on, Tommy Shaw's texting me right now. Tommy Shaw's texting me right now. He loves talking about how many <laughs> he'll people he's friends about with. Tommy Shaw. And... Oh, the best. So this song blows. Uh, this song is terrible. I don't know how many hits it has. Too many, but we got to look more into Low Cash. <laughs> Um, I'm probably going to do a video on it. The best part of this song is that I got to meet you, Scott, and hang out with you for a while. So thanks for coming on the What Makes This Song Stink podcast. Hey, absolutely. Oh, what a blast. Thank you, Pat. This has been a delight. Jeez. Um, You want to tell anybody what you're working on right now? Um, Well, as always, there's my show, Podcast the Ride, which is about uh, theme park attractions when it is. There are a lot of 
sidetracks, which is is how Adam here knows that I'm a Beach Boys person, and there's a lot of like, you know, like I don't know, fucking Green Day and Aerosmith have been coming up more than theme park rides lately. <laughs> We're deep into. I uh the phrase bad boys of Boston has been said in every episode recently and it's driving me insane. I uh uh it's such a it's such a pummeling of a term to hear. Uh, um but anyway, if we're not talking about all that crap. No, here, I'm ready to talk about Brad Whitford and, and Tom Hamilton and... in the making of Pump and Joey Kramer. I mean, what do you want to talk about? The LA three? <laughs> do you want to talk about the fact that during the making of Pump they're doing more intense zoom ins on Tom Hamilton's undefined arms and lack of lips that have you seen the making of Pump? <laughs> no, I think I need to watch the oh, making of Pump. It's Scott, if there's anything that you're ever going to, you know, listen, check it out. I hate when people tell me to check shit out. I never do it. But you have to do this. Okay. okay. You have to watch the making of Pump like tonight. Oh, I will for sure. So, you know, I'm, thank you for bringing up Aerosmith. I appreciate that. So oh, yeah, you've, yeah. Got, uh, you've got your podcast, The Ride. Everyone check it out. Uh, I would imagine that you have all of the bullshit. You know, just Google. Yeah, yeah, Twitter. Right? Uh, yeah, Scott Scott Gardner on on, on Twitter, and uh, I, I I have my own. Uh, you know, it's all these streaming platforms. It's so hard to find things on, which is why I made up my own streaming platform called ViewBoo. Uh, um, it's because uh, uh, it's always got to be some weird word like that. So uh, that that's v i o o b u dot com. If you want to watch uh, a totally free streaming site made up by one guy and not by a big company, so. Well, I'm going to let you go, Scott. Thanks again for being on What Makes This Song Stink podcast. I want uh, to make sure everybody remember to rate and review like like everybody asks you to do on podcasts. I'm sorry about that. Five stars is the minimum. I'm sorry about that. You, know, you can email the show at songstinkpod at gmail.com. That's kind of exciting. Not really. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Pat Finnerty Show. There's some stuff going on right there. I don't post daily, but you know I post sometimes. And the executive producers is me and Adam Levin. I want to thank Adam. Scott, thanks for being on the show. I think the world needed another podcast. That's why I'm doing this. <laughs> and I'm so happy to give people another podcast to listen to and to check out. Thanks, everybody. What makes this song stink? Stop. A, podca- <clears throat> A podcast network.